You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to the Papa Rock and J-Pop Show. You already have the truth. The mission of this podcast is to speak biblical truth into today's most controversial topics like abortion, homosexuality, transgenderism, and more. We speak these truths in a spirit of love and from the viewpoint of God's holy word for which we shall not apologize. We're glad you're listening. And here we go. Hey, listeners, welcome to the Papa Rock and J-Pop show. You already have the truth. Hey, my name is John Delaney. I'm your host, and I'm here with uh, the founders and uh, of uh, City Central Church in Lakeland, yes. Florida, uh, Papa Rock. <laughs> Local businessman Randy Ferreira, Pastor Jay Dennis. Pastor uh, goes by J Pop to his grandchildren. <laughs> so right. he is Papa Rock and J Pop. They are yes. Papa Rock and, <laughs> and J Pop. And so we're excited to to have you on this new podcast with us. Uh, this is produced by Wingman Nation, yes, men's ministry based in Lakeland, Florida. And uh, we're going to be talking about some. Oh, I don't know. Touchy subjects. A little uh, touchy. A yeah. little, a little touchy. But we're going to be looking at it from a biblical standpoint, that's and we're right. we're leaning on biblical truth, and that's not a truth that we're going to compromise. So right. we're Amen. excited that uh, that we're getting going here. Uh, welcome, Randy. Welcome, Jay. Papa Rock. Welcome, Papa. Good morning, Pop, John. Uh, Jay Pop. You Good can call, morning, Randy. Jay. You can call morning. me Papa John, but don't confuse me with the guy that used to own the pizza joint. <laughs> so. Well, well, now let's, I'm hungry. Now I'm hungry. Yeah. So, well, glad you're here. Glad you're listening with us, and uh, we're excited to bring you this topic today. We're we're going to be talking for about uh, three podcasts on the topic of transgenderism. So uh, let's roll. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Again, good morning, Jay. Good morning, buddy. So, aside from being uh, like John said, founders of Wingman Nation and City Central Church, we are also obviously. Uh, Christians, followers of Jesus Christ, were Bible-centered males who are husbands, <laughs> fathers, and grandfathers. And it's from that perspective that we are sharing God's truth today. Amen. And we do not apologize for those labels. No. Uh, we, we accept them enthusiastically. So truth, as John said, this is, this is uh, titled, You Already Have the Truth. Mm-hmm. Truth is objective, not what we're saying. Saying or feeling. Right. Uh, you know, we, we will do an entire podcast on the issue of what is truth soon, yeah. but we are greatly concerned at the moral deterioration of our society right now. And I'm sure all of you out there mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying. But we believe it's time for the followers of Jesus Christ to lovingly, yet boldly, strike back at our culture. And I don't mean that. In a violent way. No. We simply believe that how you feel is not always the truth or the reality. That's well said. You know, the Bible, while not addressing every contemporary issue specifically, definitely presents principles that do address any and every issue, including the hot-button issue of transgenderism or transsexualism. It's important to understand exactly what we're talking about concerning this issue that we're hearing about so often now. 
We'll be doing several podcasts on this subject. In the movie A Few Good Men, the 1992 film, Jack Nicholson made this line of Colonel Jessup's famous, You can't handle the truth. Well, let me ask you, can you handle the truth? The issue is you already have the truth. You already have the truth. (laughs) That's it, and that's our line. We have God's Word on all of these hot-button issues and these subjects, and that's what we desire to communicate. Isn't that interesting, though, taking a sidebar for a moment, that people don't realize that um, just about every topic— or the way we live, God speaks to it he in does. one way or another. Yes. There's no, uh, I wonder how I'm supposed to act in this. I wonder how I'm supposed to do. say that. It's there. It is. It is there in one way or another. If it doesn't speak directly to it, it shows us examples that's right. in other ways. Of and how that's to what we're going to bring issues. out in these podcasts. You know, Recently, there was an article in Christian Post about ChatGPT, that's AI or artificial intelligence, that generated a fake Bible passage about Jesus accepting trans people. Well, there's no such verse, and God is not still writing the Bible. (laughs) ChatGPT generates fake Bible passage about Jesus accepting trans people. That is the uh, article title. It was by Ian Giotti from the Christian Post. It says, A fake Bible passage reportedly generated by ChatGPT about how Jesus accepts trans-identified individuals has generated responses from Christian scholars as some media outlets have touted the passage as an example of much-needed tolerance. Listen to this. Jesus looked upon her with kindness, replying, My child, blessed are those who strive for unity within themselves, for they shall know the deepest truths of my Father's creation. Be not afraid, for in the kingdom of God there's no man nor woman, as all are one in spirit. The gates of my Father's kingdom will open for those who love and are loved, for God looks not upon the body but the heart. And the only problem with that is... It's just not in the Bible. Nope. I have one word for that. Hogwash. <laughs> it is hogwash. Hogwash. <laughs> it's not there. That's right, because before you wash the hog, <laughs> it's dirty and ugly and wrong, and that's what this is. But, you know, the thing about ChatGPT, it's ChatGPT and, and, are, and what they generate mm-hmm. is, uh, is based on prompts. And, right. a, and a prompt is write a something biblical or like a Bible verse that says this, yeah, and it go. does. Yeah. And that's dangerous, oh, guys. Really that's dangerous. dangerous. That's yeah. why we've got to study the Word of God and know the truth. That's it. And that's why we're here podcasting. That's, that's exactly it. it. To help people who don't want to study but still want to hear the truth. That's right. So author Michael Brown said, rather than merely affirming a trans-identified person who is struggling with their identity— what would Jesus do? Jesus would bring healing and restoration mm-hmm. to that person. So, you know, this is going to sound a little strong, but Jesus would not say to a woman who felt like she was a man, be made whole, and then he wouldn't <laughs> miraculously and instantaneously, you know, that her, make her breast disappear, <laughs> leaving her only with scars. And then he wouldn't say after that, uh, he would say, here's a lifetime of subscription to hormone pills free of charge. <laughs> No, no, no. God forbid. That That is monstrous rather than messianic. Yes. Instead, he would probably say, 
be made whole and miraculously and instantaneously, she would be at home in the body that she was created yes. with. Yes. No surgeries, no pills, just peace. Amen. That's what Jesus does. So creationist Ken Ham, the founder of Answers in Genesis, responded to that chat GPT passage by stating in a blog post that just because God accepts anyone who comes to repentance in the faith doesn't mean that he accepts us in the way that our culture and the way that this individual accepts trans-identifying individuals. That's exactly right. Jesus came to change us, and change happens through repentance, not in accepting our sinfulness. That's right. So let's begin with a simple question. How many sexes does the Bible, God's inerrant word that is the only basis for what we believe and how we act, say or present? In the Bible, there is presented only two, two, Sexes, and that's it. (laughs) So to to change that would mean going against what this Bible clearly presents at at sexes being the only two options. We follow God's word. So, how many trans people are there? This is from the Tampa Bay Times. In reality, current data shows that the number of people who identify as transgender is very low, between 0.5% and 1.6% of American adults with slightly higher numbers among young people. Yet when asked, people overestimate the number of trans people, with one survey showing the public thinking as many as one in five people, or 21% of the population, is transgender. Let's go a little bit further. Now, how many transgender people are living among us? There are differences, but here seems to be the truth. Again, research shows transgender individuals are younger on average than the U.S. population. We find that youth ages 13 to 17 are significantly more likely to identify as transgender, 1.4%, than adults age 65 or older, 0.3%. But society would have us believe there is this huge number of trans people in our culture, and that is not consistent with the truth. Now, it's important to consider some definitions, some words, and some truths. So let's look at a few of those. Number one is transgender. It describes a person whose gender identity is different than the sex they were assigned at birth. Trans means many, and gender is identity. And then gender dysphoria means someone's unease or dissatisfaction emotionally when his or her emotions, feelings, and desires don't match the biological sex they were born with. It is the feeling of one's body not fitting with one's identity. It's feeling like your body and your feelings are not agreeing. So gender dysphoria. And why do you think that we're seeing that the younger class of people are more prevalent in in the transgender movement than others. Yeah. And it's because when they're younger, they're looking for guidance on their feelings, all sorts of feelings. Right. And so, you know, when they're in that stage of life, their body's changing, their feelings are all over the place. You've always heard, you know, descriptions of, oh, you know, kids that are teenagers, their hormones are racing everywhere. I mean, that's always just been... A normal occurrence for kids. But now 
instead of society guiding them and saying, you know what, that's okay, you're just going through that age process, your body's changing. Right. Now we're saying, well, if you're really feeling like that, and you could change if you're feeling like a boy today, you can be a boy if you're yeah. feeling like a cat tomorrow, you know, we can get cat litter in the bathrooms. I mean, you know, it's it's just silly stuff that and, and yeah. kids are confused and they don't get it. And, well, and they're getting their truth, their truth from TikTok, yeah, rather than God's exactly. word. TikTok, Twitter, you name it, and yeah. and, there, and and there's a, a lack of adult supervision. That's exactly what it Moms is. Moms and yeah. dads, That's it's right. back on us. Exactly right. Because if our society of adults would say, "Well, those are just normal. Don't worry about it. You know, you're a, you're a healthy male or a healthy mm-hmm. female. It's okay. You'll go through different feelings in your life. Don't worry about it." Well, we can help you and guide them in the correct way of what God says. Right. Things will be okay Amen. for most kids. So gender and sex. The trans movement has differentiated between these two words, gender and sex. Still, uh, sex still refers to male and female. But gender now, as you mentioned, Jay, refers to how you identify. Right. Gender no longer means only male and female in our society. Instead... Gender now takes into account identity and expression. Oh, yeah. It's a totally new definition for those, those words. The That's trans it. movement works strategically and with precision to destroy and dismantle the reality of two sexes, male and female. That's exactly right. Guess what? There are now 107 gender gender identities for 2023, and 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 growing. Probably. How do you like that? Oh, you know, they'll my. come up with another. If that's not overly confusing to young people, I don't know what is. Yes, it is. You know, this clearly places the movement totally against the Bible. It does. I mean, it's like just blatantly against the Bible. Right. And Jesus said, "You are either for Him or against Him." So taking no sides as a believer means taking Satan and the world sides. You have Our to silence is complicit. That's a good point. Very it, well it, said. We must speak up. We doesn't, must. doesn't this reckon back to Sodom and Gomorrah? Of course it does. If you, look, if you look at it, you know, the, the, it's, the, it's the second turn of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, it, you know? it really is. It is. So let me read you guys a list of genders now from sources across the web. Oy, oy, oy. Ah. So we have non-binary gender. We have transgender. We have cisgender, denoting or relating to a person whose gender identity corresponds with the sex registered for them at birth or not transgender. We also have gender fluid. Sounds like something you put in your car. Transmission fluid. Gender fluid. I don't want Blinker fluid. Intersex. Agender. Bigender. Androgenin. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, wait, wait I'm going to take uh, where, my where, you, where do they come up with mm. these things? And it's, Yeah, it's of just, course. Well, let's look at a fifth thing. At birth, there are only two types of sex chromosomes. Females have two X chromosomes in their cells, while males have X and Y chromosomes in their cells. Egg cells 
all contain an X chromosome, while sperm cells contain an X or Y chromosome. Our bodies are set by God, not us. There are some things we have no control over, and this is definitely one of them. So you think about it, guys. We're in a culture that applauds what God condemns and condemns what God applauds. Yet that percentage, this small percentage, is making a lot of noise and they're getting results because people have allowed a movement to cloud our thinking on what God says. They have hijacked our society. Our world accepts what God rejects and rejects what God accepts. And we've got to do something about it. We have to speak up. It's time. It's time. And, and it's as painful as it might be. That is, you, you're talking about truth. You're talking about this little segment of, of the population right. that's loud. Very they are loud. loud. And, and there's been movements like that that mm-hmm. have gained traction because they're loud. Because exactly they say a lot, right. they flood the internet with, right. and, and and that's probably our biggest issue now is well, I, is, I think is about stuff on when the uh, prayer was taken out of the school. Oh yeah, where were the believers when Madeline Murray O'Hare uh, was uh, attacking this issue, and believers just didn't want to rock the boat, didn't want to get involved, pastors didn't want to say anything, yeah. they they didn't want to get involved in quote politics. Guys, it, it's truth. It's morality. Stand up for what is right. Would I be wrong in saying grow a pair? <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. There's 107 that might question <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> whether you have the right to have a pair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, just, we just need to stand up for what God says is the truth. Absolutely. Everybody gets to choose what they want to do and be and all of that. It's a free country, but this is the truth, and we need to make everyone aware of this is the truth. Amen. So from the web, there's things that we can learn about this too, but until the 1950s, the idea of differentiating between sex and gender was completely foreign to the medical and physiological communities. Yes. After all, aside from extremely rare instances, every human being has only, or either, sorry, two X chromosomes and is therefore biologically female, mm. or an X and Y chromosome is and is therefore biologically male. Right. It was not until the past decade or so that a distinction between sex and gender became popular. Or popularized. Po- popular culture and postmodern physiology. That's sorry, psychology. psychology. Psychology, yeah. I lost my little. F- <laughs> However, <laughs> do not change the fact that human beings are either XX or XY. No amount of hormone therapy or surgery can change that. That fact. ought to tell you something that, right there, that, guys. That says it all. That it says should. it all. And that's the <clears throat> truth. It is the truth. And the Bible nowhere mentions a man believing himself to be a woman or vice versa. No. The Bible is explicitly consistent in equating gender with biological sex. Biblically speaking, human beings are male or female. Yes. Let me say that again, in case you didn't hear that. You already have the truth. 
Biblically speaking, human beings are male or female. Yes. There was no gender spectrum or continuum even hinted at in the Bible. There you go. So when the Bible, or when people say the Bible doesn't speak to these issues, the silence of the Bible speaks clearly of I these wash. issues. <laughs> exactly. It does. Exactly. So in every child, there is a true sex, either male or female. So yes. basically, we have God's view and the culture or society's view. You have God's word and you have the world. And, and there has to be a choice. You cannot please both. No way. no way. It's important to remember that you can disagree with someone without it being intolerance or hateful. That's right. When did we get to the point where if I disagree with you, that's hate speech? Yeah. No, we have a right, Randy, as you we said earlier, right. we have a right to believe what we want to believe in this country. However, there are certain truths that are true regardless of what we think or feel. Amen. And for us, the Bible is our authority for what we believe and for how we live our lives. That authority is there. And, and, and remember you all, until next time. Until next time, if you think you're entitled to the truth, you already have the truth. The Papa Rock and J-Pop Show is brought to you courtesy of the Wingman Nation Men's Ministry. Check out wingmannation.com for our blog, the Wingman Men's Moment Podcast, and great learning resources for men.